Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet it can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky, Director of Product Management at Kubra. So we've made it to the year 2020, and customer experience is more important now than ever. So as customer expectations continue to evolve, how can utilities keep up in this new year? To kick off the new year, we sat down with Scott Johnson, customer experience expert and vice president of Chartwell, to dig into the top CX trends utilities should be ready for in 2020. Chartwell is a specialized information provider for the utility industry. The company provides strategic research so utilities have access to the best and most timely information for their business decisions. Scott has been with Chartwell for more than 13 years. As an expert in the field, he and his team have published new research and studies that continuously help utilities improve their customer experience. If you don't work in the utility industry, don't worry. The insights Scott is sharing today can be valuable to any industry. Thanks for joining us today, Scott. Thank you. Glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity and Happy New Year to everybody on the line. Well, thank you. Happy New Year to you too. So I'm looking forward to this interview. I'm excited about all the um, the things uh, we, we can learn here today. So I just gave a brief overview of Chartwell, but since you're the expert, could you tell our audience more about Chartwell and what you do? I'd be happy to appreciate it. Um, so yes, we are a specialized information provider for the industry. We provide strategic industry and consumer research in areas of customer service, digital experience, communications, and marketing, billing and payment, and outage communications. And all of those are critical elements when we talk about the overall customer experience for utility customers. Uh, as you mentioned, we publish regularly benchmark data and case studies and thought leadership reports. We also, through our webinars and conferences and leadership councils, facilitate collaboration among industry peers and their strategic partners. And all of these, as you mentioned, are ways to provide very timely information to utilities as they make their business decisions. Well, I, I know that our various product teams or you know, the teams that I work with, they're always uh, eagerly awaiting your presentations and webinars, especially you know, as it relates to, you know, let's say, our notification products or outage uh, products. You, know, you, know, you could almost say they're waiting with bated breath waiting to see what you all have to say. And then we look at that and then we help, uh, you know, understand what the utility uh, clients want. And then that helps, you know, actually drive our product direction at Kubra. And I, um, so you're, you're a very important part of that. So um, were there any uh, utilities or other industries you saw leading the charge in customer experience? Uh, so in this past year in 2019? No, that's a great question to start us off with, and, uh, and there are many. There, there are actually probably too many for the time we've got, but we'll, we'll give it a good run. Um, I want to start first with looking at a couple of companies that I consider to be industry leaders for a variety of factors based on innovation and strategic thinking, based on resource allocation and data analytics, their robust voice of the customer initiatives, and their overall commitment to customer quality and customer care. A number of these have appointed chief customer officers in recent years, or they've reorganized internally around improving customer journeys in billing and payment and outages and start, start, uh, stop, start, and transfer service. And those are 
the real pain points, I think, that most utilities would agree, that's typically when a customer will call us to try to deal with an issue that's come up in one of those three areas. So the ones I would sort of tip my hat to overall would be Ameren and Duke Energy and Centerpoint in Houston, Entergy down in Louisiana, and Georgia Power here in Atlanta, where we're based at Charwell, and the Salt River Project, which always scores very well in J.D. Power, and lastly, Excel Energy. Um, and I, I have to say, it's, it's no coincidence, almost all these companies work with Charwell on a regular basis, and many of them serve on our advisory boards. So we're very appreciative for the time and effort that they put into making sure Charwell's research is as good as it can be. And just out of full disclosure, Georgia Power is my, is my uh, energy provider here in Atlanta, so I always like to say that up front. Well, that's great. That's a... Um you know, a very broad uh, you know, suite of uh, uh, utilities and the kind of the innovations that we're working on. All right, so um, during your time with Chartwell, so what, what changes have you seen in the customers' expectations for companies in general and utilities specifically? Oh, that, and that's a great question, too, and we could spend days on that, but we'll try to give you a, a succinct answer as possible. Um, let me just give you a couple of general trends and data points that I've seen that I think set the stage for really where customer experience is and also where it's going. Um, first, I'd start with a recent study that PwC did where they found that 73% of all people uh, point to customer experience as an important factor in their purchasing decisions, but only 49% of U.S. consumers say they're getting a good customer experience from companies. So more consumers relying on that, but still a shortcoming of US, you know, in the eyes of U.S. consumers on the delivery of a great customer experience. Then I would look at the Temkin Group, which is now part of Qualtrics, which recently noted that companies earning a billion dollars annually can expect to earn on average an additional 700 million within three years if they invest in customer experience. And for SaaS companies, you can expect to, to increase revenue by a billion, according to the Temkin Group. And then lastly, I saw a statistic from the Walker firm, which specializes in customer experience, and they're saying that by the end of 2020, customer experience is going to overtake price and product as the key brand differentiators for customers. So the, to me, the takeaway is very clear. Good customer experience can be very good for the bottom line, but the reverse is also true. Customers no longer are going to tolerate outdated technologies or processes or communications, Disruptors like Uber and Airbnb, just to name a couple, are providing seamless experiences, and the result is that more customers are learning simply not to tolerate the old-school brands with legacy systems and antiquated processes, and that's, that resonates, I'm afraid, a lot for utilities. Utilities also should not con consider themselves immune to these trends. Some of our recent research indicates that 54% of residential customers would consider changing power providers if they were given the choice. And 48% of those, almost all of them, say they would change based on price. So if given the choice, you know, loyalty is great, but it is sort of tenuous there, and it's something that utilities need to keep in mind as we look at all sorts of new players coming in for providing, whether it's solar or other opportunities, they need to keep that in mind. As is the case with all industries, more utilities are understanding the importance of customer experience, but they're struggling with what to do about it. Some utilities are asking everybody in the organization to own customer experience. Others are assigning CX as an additional responsibility to a leader or they're hiring a chief customer officer to oversee that. And in fact, our latest research shows 
that 38% of utilities have, in fact, hired a chief customer officer, but 58% do not plan to do so. So there's a bit of a gap there. And only 40% of utilities say they have a, a dedicated customer experience department. So that sounds a little gloomy, but there is some positive news. In our latest res residential customer survey for this year, utilities received favorable scores for ease of doing business compared to other regulated industries. So utilities came in second only behind banks and credit card companies, and they were ahead of cellular service, insurance, and Internet cable providers. And we look at regulated industries because we find that there's the most alignment there with what utilities and the power sector can do and compared to what retail companies and others that don't have the same business models are able to do. But there is good news, and we are seeing some upticks as utilities start to focus on that. So I'll stop there. Well, it does sound like that, there's a, that there are a lot of expectations that consumers have of their uh, providers nowadays, regardless of what service they're providing or what product they're providing. Um, one, one thing uh, you may have touched on a little bit, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart, is different um, communication channels with the, with the customer. I mean, it used to be, you know, it was maybe a catalog or a, um, you know, a phone call from someone. But now we have like a plethora of uh, communication channels. Um, do you have uh, any insight, or does your re research show any insight about these this um, this you know blossoming of different uh, channel types and how that affects uh, customer experience? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting when we talk about communications. Um, you know, today it's a communications channel. Tomorrow it's a way to actually execute self-service functionality. You know, the mobile phone, the best example. So there's a blurring of the lines between, you know, when, when is the communication channel not a customer service channel? And that's making it, um, it's opening, it's fantastic for the consumer. But it's very difficult for us to try to track the trends going on in these industries because of, of this morphing that's going on. But that said, let me give you a couple of thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. um, so as I mentioned before, uh, and it's definitely worth repeating, customers will not tolerate outdated technologies, processes, or communications. I mean, if anything, um, you know, the digitally aware generations we have now, and, and my teenager is a great example, they've grown up with technology that's seamless and works. Um, and they expect that, and they're very comfortable using that. And it's, it's the boomers like myself that are having to adapt and learn, you know, for Gen Z and the newcomers, it's just second nature. Um, so communication, with all that in mind, communications with customers need to be seamless, but you have to be very current in your language and tone. Uh, customers don't want to interact with formal and stuffy brands using uh, acronyms and industry-specific terms. They just want to have a conversation. That means watching your jargon, and we're seeing a lot of utilities now take on this challenge, particularly in the areas of communicating with customers why their power went out, trying to be as simple and seamless as possible, and more importantly, when will the power be restored? So try to get away from all of the cause codes and everything that, that's important to track from an engineering standpoint and just really speak to the customer in their own language. But let me pivot a second and talk about one of the big uh, topics in the area of communications, and that's omnichannel. And there's been a lot of discussion over this, and this is one of those big trends that continues to emerge and is going to be with us for a while. So when we talk about omnichannel, we're talking about an approach that really treats every individual customer experience as a single journey, but it keeps the customer at the center of things. And all of these different channels we're talking about, whether it's 
uh, as you mentioned, uh, I think the catalogs have moved on, but as we talk about the phone and we talk about the IVR and we talk about web and now we're talking about chat and text and SMS and chatbots and all of these things, live chat now, you know, these are all individual channels, but they sync up so that at the end of it, you have a single journey for the customer and all of the channels work seamlessly in terms of the information moving across so that from the customer standpoint, it's, it's a very seamless experience and a very satisfying experience. So whether it's on-site or social or mobile or instant messaging, whatever the technology, all of this sort of disappears in the background and what emerges is a single view of the customer and a single experience. So that's how we sort of look at Omnichannel. So when we look at the industry, utility industry specifically, we see that um, only 32% of utilities currently, so that's only one in three that we surveyed, have what we would call an omni-channel strategy, have a thought-out, developed, timelined approach for how we're going to achieve this single experience, single view of the customer. 68% tell us they don't have one now, but they expect to have an omni-channel strategy sometime in the next one to two years. And 15% say they have no strategy and we have no plans to develop one at the moment. So there's a little bit of a range there. So I think that's a fair snapshot of where the industry is right now in terms of embracing omnichannel. If we dig a little deeper, we see a wide range of responses from utilities as far as their status on integrating specific channels into the overall omnichannel experience, specifically um, contact centers and IVR and email and text SMS are the four areas where we see the greatest integration right now or planned over the next year to 18 months with utilities. So when we ask them, how well are you integrating and where are you doing a, a good job of integrating these various channels, contact center, IVR, email, text, SMS are the areas where we're seeing the greatest integration. And that kind of makes sense. Contact centers and IVR have been around the longest. And email and text, SMS have gotten a lot of attention with the ability to um, send out alerts to customers, whether it's for a high bill or for an outage or an update on the restoration time. So look at the, the other side of that. You see chatbots and mobile apps and social media are the areas where more than a third of utilities, they, they have no plans to integrate right now. And it's a little surprising to me because you think about social media has been, having been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. you know, it's been around 10 years or so, but that seems like an eternity with all the new uh, technologies coming on and the speed of adoption. So uh, moving on, on to our next, my next question. So we're at the beginning of 2020, and we're looking forward you know, into, into this next year. So what kind of top customer experience trends do you envision for utilities in this coming year? Now that's excellent timing. I'll tell you why. We just closed our annual um, customer experience industry survey, where we survey the utility industry experts you know, at the various companies and ask them a range of questions. And one of the questions we asked was, what do you think are going to be the top trends for 2020? So I'm going to share what they told us, and this is the first time we're putting this information out. So all your folks on your podcast are going to get the first crack at this. So number one, um, no surprise, it's something that I preach personally when I talk with utilities about customer experience because I think it's a great uh, way to level the playing field across industries, and that's improving the ease of doing business. And, you know, that just means, as we were talking about, is it a great experience? Is it a simple experience? Frictionless? You know, I did what I, want, I, did what I needed to do and as quickly as I needed to do it, and it was wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that for me. So we see specifically 
in our research that customers increasingly prefer self-service as a way to interact with their utility. A third of consumers would choose the digital channel first instead of making a phone call to resolve problems with the power company. And residential consumers say they find the digital channels easier to use when contacting their power companies. So all this migration and all this work in the digital space is very important toward delivering a frictionless and you know, improving the ease of doing business. I'll give you a couple of uh, great examples. Excel Energy has made a lot of improvements to self-service offerings. It was one of the first ones to partner with Google to create a smart speaker skill and voice assistant capabilities. They decided they didn't want to wait for consumers to come demanding the technology. They see it as an area of opportunity and wanted to get involved early on to get more comfortable using the technology before their customers, customers were demanding it. So that's one. A second one is one I referenced earlier is NiSource, but in this case, they used um, – so many companies have designed their website, redesigned their websites, and that's becoming, you know, not just a once every five years, but a constant opportunity. So NiSource used um, agile methodologies, and this is something we're seeing a lot of utilities do more with. Using agile methodologies, you know, you're never, you're never ever finished. You're always constantly improving the product, and you're developing a process that allows you to do that seamlessly and easily internally. But working more iteratively with uh, customers to validate the user experience, NiSource is one of, of, of several utilities that have also brought on board user experience experts, brought them into roles within the company so that they can gain better ownership of the digital channels and the upkeep. So Excel, NiSource, both there in the, in the area of improving the ease of doing business. Let me, I want to share a quote with you that I saw in reading the article I referenced about uh, the experts talking about customer experience. So uh, there's a comment that I ran across when I was reading the material on from the experts looking at who the best across industries were in delivering customer experience. And I just want to share that uh, if I can. So this is from Jeremy Watkin, who's a product marketing manager at a company called 8x8. And, and he says it better than I can say it. To take customer experience to the next level in 2020, Companies need to focus their energy on innovating ways to make life easier and more convenient for their customers. It's clear that customers are flocking in droves from companies with high friction experiences to those who add convenience. So to me, in a nutshell, and that's the reason why we think improving ease of doing business is number one. Um, I'll give you two more, and then we see if we have time. I can share uh, a couple of others. The second, uh, number two, uh, from the utility industry leaders in terms of what's important, uh, the trend to watch for 2020 is personalization. And this is one that's been around for a while, and we've seen it in various ways already in the industry, whether it's, um, you know, a customized report that a utility is sending to a customer on their energy usage for the year, uh, the green power stuff that, that was, uh, is still is very important, or there are other ways that it's, it's taking root. Um, we see from our research that utilities are using data and customer preferences to personalize their communications and their product and service offerings. Um, example will be Amherst, Missouri, which is doing some great work with customer campaign management. ComEd is, is an interesting concept they're working on that's called the Personal Reliability Report, where I, as a customer, will get a once-a-year report, just like my energy usage, that speaks to how reliable my power was and addresses any issues that I had over the course of that year, um, you know, with, with service outages. I think that's a great idea for communicating, you know, how reliable the industry really is on a personal level with customers. 
there's a lot of great stuff going on with data segmentation and creating personas. And some utilities like Hydro One are now looking at micro-segmentation, which is taking, taking this sort of standard stuff and really drilling even deeper across a whole new array of customer metrics that allow you to better understand uh, what the opportunities are in reaching out and personalizing your mes messages and designing, uh, you know, more consumer-friendly products and services. Um, but all of that is very dependent, as I mentioned before, on having a very, very good customer relationship management system so that you can really develop that 360 view of the customer. The last one I'll give you, um, data analytics. Data analytics is revolutionizing so many industries, and, and it is here in the utility industry as well, but not to the extent we're seeing it in some other companies and other sectors. One of our recent consumer surveys, um, I'm sorry, industry surveys, we asked respondents, to what degree is data analytics driving your company's customer experience strategy on a scale of one to five, with a one being we don't use analytics, to five being we're in, we involve analytics in every aspect of what we do. Half of the utilities that responded gave themselves a three. So it's a true bell curve with half of the utilities right there in the middle of we're not terrible, but we're not fantastic from our own judgment standpoint of integrating uh, analytics into driving our customer experience strategy. But there's some, um, there's some lights, you know, on the horizon. Hydro One is working with a company called, in, I'm going to miss this up, Environics, I believe is how it's pronounced, mm -hmm. to help with micro-segmentation and creating a more in-depth view of customer preferences, Internet use, their interests, to improve the effectiveness of their campaigns. Con Edison in New York is working with another company called C3AI to integrate various data systems creating a tool for non-data scientists to access and utilize data, which has led to unintended benefits of innovation across other departments who up until this point had not previously been able to utilize that kind of data. So, um, and let me, let me give you another quote. Um, this is from the president of Avtex. His name is George Demieux. And he says that we're really going to see the convergence of data and the orchestration of meaningful experiences. Businesses will focus on mining data to identify valuable trends to drive better experiences for proactive customer care, which we've seen already in the outage industry or the outage communication side and the high bill alert side, and you're trying to get ahead of the curve. So proactive customer care, journey shaping, and experience design tailored to the customer based on their own actions, tendencies, and business history. Not just satisfaction surveys, but what are they actually doing? What are their real behaviors rather than what they may say they're interested in on the survey. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Scott. Those were some uh, amazing insights into the, the trends for this upcoming year. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of information there. So my uh, final question uh, for today is, so what are the, some of the biggest obstacles you see that utilities must overcome in the next few years to improve their customer experience, and then also to successfully compete with, with other world-class companies? Yeah, well, that's the tough one, um, and, but it's a great one to end on, I think, because these are the ones I'm going to give you here, and again, this is from our industry surveys, so this is the first time we're sharing this information out, um, but they're very consistent. I've seen these same obstacles and challenges down now for a number of years because they, they are significant, but they're very important. 
Um, the first one, uh, when we asked customer experience leaders in the utility industry to tell us their biggest challenges, first is budgets, resources for customer experience initiatives. In fact, I talked to a VP last week, and uh, they're waiting to find out what if their projects got approved for this year. Um, so, you know, it's, it's sort of a constant battle every year to see if you can get money. The second one is improving customer information management. That speaks to our earlier conversation around um, CRMs and the importance of having that 360 view of the customer. Managing customer care through multiple channels. I think this hits directly on the points we were talking about with Omnichannel and trying to, you know, perfect that customer care within the channel and then as you move to a more holistic view and the ability to migrate transactions across multiple channels. A couple more, working with IT to achieve CX success. I think, you know, the challenge there, IT departments are so challenged right now with cybersecurity and external issues, there's not a lot of bandwidth left over, I'm afraid, to address some of these projects. That's what I hear from the IT side. The last two would be limited personnel in terms of just we need more people. And then lastly, uh, need more people but need the right people. That's important too. And then lastly, um, how do we align across all of the disparate business divisions within the company? How do we align so that we do have a unified customer strategy going forward? Um, we see progress, but they remain big challenges to the industry. Well, that's uh, I guess that's a good note. Good note to end on. Uh, there's always some challenges, but challenges make make uh, work more interesting and life more interesting. Um, I want to thank you very much for uh, taking the time uh, today to talk to us. I mean, you've given us you know a great. Well, I wouldn't even say it's overview. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of great information you've given us about uh, the trends uh, related to customer experience uh, within the utility space. So before we let you go, I was wondering if you could uh, tell us, you know, what kind of events uh, Chartwell has planned for the new year, where we might get a hold of you or see uh, your organization and. Um, find out more about uh, your, your great research that you're doing. No, fantastic. I appreciate that. Um, two conferences I'll mention coming up. We have our annual outage conference, which is going to be in Denver this year. Uh, at the last day of May, May 31st through June 2nd. And I, you guys work with us. We very much appreciate your support. And uh, this is actually going to be an expanded conference. We've The demand to talk about the, the time you need to talk about all the issues in outage communications and outage response and restoration, um, we've added a half day to the conference this year, two, a full two days, and we're excited about the, the opportunity to talk about a lot of new topics that are very important. The other one is our annual EMAX conference, and that's going to be the first week of October, the 5th through 8th, and we'll be in Orlando for that event. And again, Cooper, I know you guys are there with us every year. We're looking forward to seeing you at both of these. And that's really, I think, one of the definitive conferences, the EMAX conference for the overall customer experience. And we've got some great ideas in the works. Yeah, well, that's great, Scott. Um, so we have reached the end of our time today, but, and it's been uh, great chatting with you and learning about some of these trends that you're seeing for the year. So thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure, and happy, happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you, too. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at KubraWay. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Experience Better, the CX podcast is presented by Kubra. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky. 
Goodbye for now. I hope you experience better.